Hello listeners and welcome to Millennial Moms. My name is Megan and I'm Magdalene and thank you so much for joining us for another episode if you already listened to last week's podcast. If you're new here, welcome and welcome to the Millennial Mom family. Um, if you did not listen to our first episode, we went over, you know, kind of who me and Malen, or a.k.a. Magdalene, actually Magdalene is her first name, so that would be Magdalene, <laughs> a.k.a. Malen. Um, we went over who we are as moms, and also how we um, handle time management with work life as well as parent life, and whatever free time we might have if that ever does happen. Um, so check out that episode if you already haven't. So today we're, we really want to discuss um, relationships. So it won't necessarily be just like a relationship with the spouse. It will be um, friendships. If, um, you know, if there's any strained relationship, if we do have one, we, we kind of want to discuss who it is and why. Um, and also we're going to do a pit and peak for this episode um, that we might have had in our life. Actually, we I think we've all had a pit and a peak. Yeah. But let's get started on the relationship. Um, I guess the strained relationship, it's so common, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes you really want to just like completely sever those ties with maybe relationships that you don't want to keep going right. or just like you kind of think, where are they? Can I get them back or anything? Um, but what about you? Do you think there's a strained relationship out there that, you know, you like to make amends or kind of see where it can go? No, I don't think I have something that I would, I would want to fix. I mean, I've had relationships where I we don't talk for one reason or another, but I don't think I'd want to fix them necessarily. And it's not... <clears throat> How would I say? It's not because it, I don't want... I don't know how to... Explain. I'm like blanking out now. <laughs> okay, it's not that I... That it would be a bad idea. It's just that it, it ended for a reason. We... I'm thinking of a, a relationship in particular. We tried to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And it just made me... It ended up making me feel worse. So I was just kind of like, you know what? Forget it. It's not worth trying to fix so we just left it at that um but do you ever think though like some sometimes like a relationship that just like ended out of nowhere you know what I mean you're just like I don't know like either jobs change and you just kind of stop communicating you're like wow I really miss this person I'd like to have them back you know that's that's a relationship that you can try and hopefully maybe mend or try and bring back to life or whatever you know what I mean so it's not necessarily a relationship that ended on a bad note oh see I was thinking of like bad blood relationships oh but no not necessarily but like any strained relationship that you miss you know what I mean Mm -hmm. yeah and actually when we started talking about topics for this episode I um have this girl on my snapchat that I went to college with and she posted something and I was like hey I've been like we used to be hang out all the time in college and stay after and study late together and mm-hmm. like go get food and stuff but ever since we graduated the one we, the day of graduation was the last time I saw her Aww. and I told her I actually messaged her and I was like hey you know whenever you get a chance let me know and we should go get dinner she was like, yeah, for sure. But I don't know if it's one of those things where we just say, yeah, for sure, and it never happens. Right. But, yeah, I mean, I there's a bunch of people that I haven't seen since college that we used to hang out all the time. Like, there's these girls I used to work with on campus. 
we don't see each other. One of them had, has two kids now. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I just don't have, since I don't have social media, it's so much harder to reach out because I don't have her number. Yeah. But we used to be all really close. And then another one of my friends moved to Washington, so I don't even... That one's going to be hard. Yeah, it's it's so hard. And then she had a Snapchat, because that's the only social media I have. She had a Snapchat, so we did talk for a little bit, but um, I think she might have deleted it, or at least maybe deleted me, because I haven't seen her on there for a while. On Snapchat? Yeah. It's because of the change that they made, that update. You know what I was thinking about that, because so a lot of people... Just- <laughs> I thought deleted me, and I was like, that is so rude. Why would you You're like, me? I hate this new Snapchat. Bye, guys. <laughs> That's so funny. No, but, you know, back to kind of what you said, like, you know, when you messaged her and said, you know, let's get together, let me know, you know, what what works for you. I feel like when people say that, there's just too much open open space there's no connection then there to where it's just like you know um you know i really want to go and get dinner with you what what are you doing this friday or something like that Mm -hmm. you know because then it does leave too much room open and you're like it's never gonna happen that's true yeah in the way because when she what she posted was she was moving so i was just like oh are you moving because she lives right near me so i was like oh you're moving like um you know like before you move, let's, you know, let's get together. I, I like, I, I really wanted to get together. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, I have a lot going on. I'm moving. And Aww. she moved all the way to, Rac- I don't know if I should say where she's moving to. Racine? Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> she's moving to Racine. And so it's now, what, like 30 minutes, 35 minutes away? Yeah. Which I would still meet up with her. But mm-hmm. I feel like her, she kind of made it seem like, oh, I have a lot going on right now. So... I'll let you know. And I was like, yeah, let me know. But I, I feel like I have to reach out again if we're really going to make this happen. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I, I actually do. Now that you mentioned it like that, like I do have a lot of relationships that I would want to catch up with and kind of come back to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think all I think a lot of the like relationships that I feel like that were kind of lost, you know, that I want to bring back are all friendships. Yeah. You know, because... Yeah, me too. They just kind of, like, fall off. I had this one friend. Um, I knew her back when I worked at Chipotle. Mm-hmm. So I was a manager, and she was just, like, one, a line cook and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, went to help out at one of the restaurants one day, and me and her just, like, clicked. It oh, was so cool. Yeah, and I love relationships like that where you're just like, oh, my God, this is this is really cool. You don't, yeah. get, you don't get to connect with people like that very often where there's just, like, this spark. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love those relationships. Yeah, and that's what it was with me and her. And she was... Like, if you met her, she's the nicest person you will ever meet. And to the point where I'm just like, ugh, it kind of makes me sick. You're so nice. You know? (laughs) Why are you so happy? (laughs) Right? Well, she's just so nice to people. And I can appreciate that about her. Those Um, vibes are so good. Yeah. Refreshing. They are. And, like... I, man, how old was she? She was, like, just right out of high school, and I was, like, 20, so we were, like, two-year, about a two-year age gap, but it, it felt like more for mm-hmm. some reason, um, but, like, we would party together, like, stay up, like, as soon as we get out of work, we would go party, like, we were living off of freaking Red Bull and <laughs> liquor. Oh, my I don't know God. how we did it, but, um, yeah, it was just one of those really good relationships, and she was always there for me, and... She was one of the first people that I told about my HSV. Oh, really? Yeah. Because, like, she was one of the people that I felt like could comfort me about it, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And, like, 
and now she's um a flight attendant so you know she's gone all the time you know and it's kind of like the same thing how you were reaching out with that girl from your college Mm -hmm. like you know I'd love to get together with you and see you and it's just kind of like well I'm so busy and I don't know when I'm going to be back in town because I'm going to be flying and traveling all over the world living her life all good and whatnot (laughs) you know so it's just like that and like I would try to see like get together I would see her on Instagram when I had Instagram like on her Instagram story she's in Brookfield and I'm like I want to see you oh well I'm leaving already and I'm just like well Um, let me know when you're back in town because I want to see you you know what I mean so it's just like one of those relationships and I would like get emotional when I would like look back on pictures and I would message her like oh my god I miss you or if I listen to um creep have you ever heard that song creep no creep um Um. by radiohead (laughs) oh no it's a song oh my gosh so every time like I hear that song I think of her and I'm like oh there's just always like that one friendship that you really really miss and that that one would have to be it for me it sucks but you know, what can you do? You can't really force it. Mm-hmm. So if they really want to be in your life, then that's what it is. But I think another thing is, is like another reason why those relationships maybe don't work out is because we're on such, we're at different stages in our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, like she doesn't have kids. She's going out, still being able to party and travel the world and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And me, I'm, you know, I'm a mom. I can't do that. Yeah. So... It sucks, but yeah. I think it's you at least have those memories. Yeah, and a lot of relationships are because changes of lifestyle that people can't always do the same things. Mm-hmm. That sucks. I'm sorry. It's all right. We had a good run. Yeah, we were we were Eskimo <laughs> sisters. No way. Yeah. Oh my god, I have to tell you this story. <laughs> I don't know if we connected. Well, no, that's not why we connected, because it's, okay, so when I already knew her, so her and my ex-boyfriend worked at the same store for Chipotle, so he was the manager, and she was obviously one of the employees there, but I worked at a different location, and when we finally became friends, she was like, oh my gosh, he's like, he, like, he must really like me, or whatever, I think he likes me, blah, 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 and he's kind of cute, but I don't know, because he's my boss, I'm like, stay away from that I said because you're just gonna get yourself in trouble you know I said so don't do that and she's like oh oh my god you're so right you're so right I'm like okay cool and then come like come to find out she like because she didn't know that me and him dated oh and you you, did you know what that you that that who he was or you were just well no that was my ex-boyfriend no I know but at the time that she was talking but did she tell you his name or did no yeah yeah oh she she told me like oh oh, Carlos is so cute you know (laughs) or you know he's flirting with me but I don't know it's work you know I don't want to confuse work with personal relationships whatever Mm -hmm. I said no girls don't do that it's gonna be a mess yeah and he always flirts with girls don't do it you know, I'm like, this is a warning to you. <laughs> Hello. And she's like, oh, you're so right. I can't. And then, like, we would all kind of, like, go out and party because, like, my friend that died, that was um, my ex-boyfriend's best friend. So we all, like, oh, okay. worked together and all that kind of stuff. But we would all, like, party together. And then she's like, oh, we were, like, and she pretty much told me, like, they made out. And then it, they ended up, like, hooking up and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, it didn't bother me. But I was just like, yeah, so um, that's my ex-boyfriend. I didn't want to tell you that because I didn't want you to, like, you know, I wanted you to be, use your best judgment of the situation. Mm-hmm. 
and not have you think that because he's my ex, don't mess with him because I, I don't care. But it's just like I knew who he was. He's not a bad guy. But I'm just like, yeah. be careful because you're a nice girl and you have like corazón de pollo, chicken, a chicken yeah. heart. <laughs> so she, she was like, oh my God, I didn't know that. She's like, Megan, is it okay? I'm like, yeah, whatever. It happened. Yeah. Whatever. And she still did it again. But I'm like, girl, <laughs> <laughs> we ask about sisters. So yeah, it didn't bother me. But yeah. We connected on that level. That's funny. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's that's my strained relationship <laughs> that I would love to rekindle back up with my Eskimo sister. <laughs> that's so funny. I know. I have quite the stories, man. You Let me really tell do. you. You are such good ones. And I'm like, I have no, no good stories like I, that. <laughs> I lived my life. It was pretty cool while it lasted. Um. So, yeah, another topic then that we wanted to go over, guys, was our pit and peak in life. So that's pretty much a pit is like, I guess, a really bad time that you remember in your life when just things were going terrible and you were just so down and out. Um, And then your peak, it doesn't necessarily have to be a peak from that pit. You know what I mean? Um, It could be. That's fine. But, um, you know, a peak is when you're at your highest in uh in your life and why it was so good so we kind of want to go over that um today as well um, yeah what do you have for let's let's yeah, let's start first. with the negative what was your pit oh god <laughs> well my pit would honestly have to be when i was pregnant at 17 and obviously for obvious reasons mm-hmm. uh, it was yeah it was just a really bad time in my life um but Looking back at it now, nine and a half years later, I, I don't see it as a pit anymore. But I just, I, I, when I, when we came up with this topic, I had to say that because whenever I think back to that time and how I had to tell my parents and how I had to, I was so ashamed and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. That was probably the worst part of my life just because my self-esteem was so low. And, um, yeah, I mean... It was it was crazy, and then being pregnant now again, and looking back at the differences, it's mm-hmm. like I never got to enjoy my pregnancy the first time because that's crazy. I was so embarrassed that I would only wear big t shirts, and I I know for a fact that I sucked it in for at least a good five months. Like wow. five, as long as I could suck it in, I sucked it in, and especially at like family gatherings or like anything like that, it was. I was ashamed. I was embarrassed. Aww. Yeah, so that would that would be my pit, my pit for sure. But like I said, like I was talking about going back, looking back now, it's like it has made me who I am. Like honestly, pal, I know, and a lot of people say like, oh, I needed that to grow, but I really needed that to grow because at the time, I remember because my mom. If people don't know, my mom is super super strict going growing up. So when I finally saw that I was going to be able to, like, have a little bit of freedom after high school, I was like, I'll be 18, I can move out, I'm going to do whatever the hell I want to do. Yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I saw that, and I remember planning with one of my friends, and I was like, let's get an apartment together, and let's um, party and do everything that I wasn't allowed to do in high school, and let's just be crazy. And then, not even kidding, like, I think it was, like, two weeks later, I found out I was pregnant. And I was like, yeah, there goes that. Right. (laughs) But... Because I got pregnant was the only reason, not only because I think eventually I might have gone to college, but because I was pregnant was the reason I went straight into college from high school. And um, to my own, my own surprise, I even graduated high school early and I was just like, 
you know, I was on the fast track to make things right. And I think I had, I felt like I had to prove myself to people because I was pregnant. Oh. And, um, so yeah, but I mean, now I'm, I'm, I graduated college because of her and me and her, she's like my little sidekick. She's nine and a half now and she really is like, she goes everywhere with me. I mean, unless she's with her dad, but we do everything together. I, me and my mom didn't have a very good communication how do you say communicative relationship Mm -hmm. like we could not talk I could not talk to my mom about things now I can but I couldn't growing up and I feel like every girl needs that and um so now I make that my like number one priority to be able to talk to her communicate with her and when I see something's bothering her I try to like let her simmer down I know she's young and I should be more on her case but she's such a good kid that I'm like she is. I give make her, her do book reports during the summer. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because she doesn't do anything. She's and I'm not gonna have her sit around. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's true. So, um, yeah, she's just like my little friend, and I actually saw on Pinterest, like going on a little rant, but I saw on Pinterest not that like a couple weeks ago about this journal. Okay. That a mom said that she started with her daughter, so that her daughter, because I guess if you write things, you're more prone to like give more information as in like face to face true and so now that she's starting middle school I want I'm starting this journal and I'm gonna have her write like not every day it doesn't have to be every week it doesn't have to be consistent but like whenever anything's bothering her I want her to know that that's a safe space that she can come talk to me Mm. and um yeah I just my main main goal is to prevent another teenage pregnancy in my family because I had a prof- professor tell me one time that it was a cycle and it was going to repeat itself. <laughs> he, he, wait, for like for real? Yeah. A and I, told I, you that? I think he was, Vernal? Yeah. And I think he was being like, I think he was joking because he was just like, you know, that's a cycle, you know, kind of thing like that. And I was like, and I got really defensive because that's something that I'm like, this is the reason I'm going to educate myself so that she doesn't become a teenage mom. And we were in class and I was kind of put on the spot and I was like, well, that's why I'm here because I'm focusing on preventing that. And he's like, okay, but you, the statistics prove. Who is this professor? Yeah, he works at an all women's college. Yeah. <laughs> and then my friends were like saying stuff and he was like, I just want you guys, because we were in a discussion. So okay. he was like, I want you guys to think and like, you know, so I don't know if he just wanted to fire me up to get me okay. more into the topic. Because I'm really, like, I'm really shy. <clears throat> I'm, okay. I'm super shy. I have Maybe a that major state, right? So, yeah, because after a while, I was really mad at that class when we left. And <laughs> then when I was talking to my friend, she's like, he's not. Because he was, that was one of my favorite classes. Like, I loved that class. Uh-huh. And so when we, when he said that, when my friend and I were talking about it, she was like, maybe, hopefully, he didn't mean it like that. And I'm like, I've never seen him be, act like this before, or say anything to me like that before. Yeah. And then even the rest of the semester, he never did, so... Maybe he was doing it to fire you up. Yeah. I sure hope that's the case. Yeah, because he never, the rest of the, it was like in the middle of the semester too, so it's not like the oh. semester ended, and then he finally had the courage to say something. Okay. It's like, yeah, but I was still so mad, and I will never forget that. Yikes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, probably then he was just getting you fired up. Mm-hmm. So that was your, your pit was being then the teen mom. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the peak? My peak? <clears throat> Excuse me. I think my peak would have to be my current life situation. Oh, that's beautiful. And <laughs> and it's not I okay, I don't want to like have everyone think that my life's like perfect cuz it's obviously not. It's right. it's very not perfect. I 
I still have things that I want to work on personally and, you know, whatever. Everyone always wants to improve, but I feel like mm-hmm. I have a lot of working on myself to do. But right now, I feel the most, I don't know if I want to say confident or more the most secure in my life. <clears throat> and I don't, I don't know. I just feel like right now in my life, I'm finally getting the courage to do things at least try new things and I blame it on that book the one um a year called yes by Shonda Rhimes I just started reading it like or I just finished it like two months ago and so there because all my life I feel like I've always complained like about something I'm always been a complainer but I'm not a doer like I don't take action I complain I complain and then I expect like some miracle to happen yeah and um in the book um Shonda Rhimes talks about being a doer. And she's like, don't be a dreamer. Because she did a talk or a speech at Dartmouth. Is that, Dartmouth. Say? Dartmouth. Oh, my God. I said that. Song. Okay, but anyways. Um, <laughs> so she does a speech there. Dartmouth. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> That's so embarrassing. So she did a speech there. And um, she was telling everyone, like, okay, I know people tell you to follow your dreams and be a dreamer she's like but don't and I was like what why that's why that's what I am why can't we do that and she went on to explain that the like the reason she says that is because being a dreamer is all about like that's all it is you just dream about it and you don't do anything about it your plan into your dream and action action. yeah and I was like you know what that's so freaking true especially for me because I have journals and I will write like I will try to manifest like what I want but I will never make a plan to get to that goal and I'm like and I've been doing this for a long time ever since I knew about manifesting ever since I knew about dreams and following your your goals and all that stuff but, like, after that book, I was like, that is so damn true. I am 27. I'm on my second kid. And, what like, what else is there to offer? Because then it's not that I don't have anything to offer. It's, like, like, I talked about this in the first episode. It's, like, I'm going nowhere fast. Like, I feel like I'm getting so old. Oh, um, God, don't say that because you're not <laughs> What the hell? I, I feel old. Maybe because I, I always have to say this, too. Maybe because I have my daughter young. Oh, okay. That I feel like I just feel older than most people my age I don't I don't know but yeah it's just like one of those things where I I I was stuck again and I was I I want to do something I don't want to work for a corporate business my whole life I want to eventually do something on my own or you want to be an entrepreneur yeah and even if I do find a business that I really want to work for I still want to have my passions and goals on the side that I still work on because I would I would find myself coming home and complaining about my job and my coworkers, and then that's it. I would go back to work the next day. Right. Who wants that? Yeah. And so it was just, yeah. So then in the book, she talks about doing things and taking action. And she's like, if you want to do this one thing, figure out how you're going to do it. Because she always said that. I'll never forget her example. She's like, when people would ask me what I wanted to be or who I wanted to be, I would say, she would say Maya Angelou. And she's like, but I can't be her because she's her. So I have to figure out a way to, you know, like reach a goal that's achievable because no one can be my Angela by herself. And so she says that she finally started like taking a little bit of action and doing things and writing. And that's how her scripts got all like she has she owns Thursdays and all her shows are amazing. I love her. And so, yeah, I just 
I was like, you know what? That's it. I'm doing something. I'm going to start doing things. And so right now, even with the podcast, even though it's only our second episode, I feel so good about it. Woot, woot. I know. It's like I'm finally like finding things to be proud about. Aww. Isn't that so cute? That makes me happy. (laughs) I know. And it's like now I feel like, I don't know. I just want to be a good role model for my kids. And I want to be like, because I want to tell, I want to be able to tell her or them, follow your dreams. But it's like, but make sure that you actually do something to get there. Because if you just yep. follow your dreams, like, for example, I went to school and I studied history and women and gender studies. With a history degree, if I don't continue um, education, I will not make any kind of money. It's just not there. And I wish I would have thought about that before I did that. And it's, I don't regret it because I loved studying it. But I... When people kept saying, like, follow your dreams, follow your dreams, I never thought about what that degree could take me to, and right now that's why I'm struggling to find a job. Ah, uh, yeah. So, yeah, it just, it's just it's a lot of little things, but... But for the most part, it sounds like you're really on the right track, mm-hmm. you know, because you finally put your main plan into action, right. which is starting the podcast, and here we are. Yeah. You know, so you're we going don't. somewhere. Yeah. So you're good. Yeah. Um, what about yours? So, my pit would... Oh, my God. My stories are so long, though. I feel like I just talked a lot, so it's fine. Um, I'm here to listen. We're all here to listen. For real, though. Thank you, <laughs> listeners. Um, my pit would have to be when I was 17 years old. I went through a really bad breakup. You know, your first love. Like, that left me damaged. I, it, looked, it literally took me two years to get over that breakup. It was nuts. I would listen to Spanish love music. That's all so the time sad. and cry and like make videos of me crying no. <laughs> and sending them to him. It was so sad. I know. That's so sad. It was sad. pathetic more than anything. But it was sad because it was, you know, your first love, your mm-hmm. first everything. So I went through that breakup and essentially I was like living um this was the beginning of my senior year of high school. So you know, that breakup happened and I was living with a friend for like maybe three months. And then um, the school counselor, like, found out I didn't have a home. Because she was like, well, you're homeless because you don't have a permanent address. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. So she ended up um, driving me to some places to, like, see where I can actually live. And she came across, like, a women's halfway house. So this women's halfway house, it's, like, really... It's like a college dorm in a way. Like, you, you can share a room with a person or you can have your own single room. I shared a room with someone because it was a lot cheaper and then we share a bathroom and then there's like community kitchens and all that kind of stuff. Um, and a lot of the women have either, um, maybe, um, gotten out of like rehab for maybe addiction or whatever. And some people have mental health issues, but, oh, every single woman there had, had their own demons. So either it was an addiction or it was, um, like a mental health issue or they were homeless you know and now they finally have a place to go that they can afford Mm -hmm. um I wasn't really I wasn't in that category whatsoever except for I was homeless and I needed somewhere to live you know and I was working part-time as a cleaner making what maybe 650 an hour so I'd have to pay rent and it's just like you know but it's like I needed somewhere to stay I needed a permanent address so I was able to stay there um, and then I lost, I, I quit that job, I think. Yeah, I think I quit that job. And then I did get another one 
but it, it kind of like overlapped with when I needed to like um, pay rent and all that kind of stuff. So I pretty much had to go to the caseworkers there and I'm like, I can't pay the rent because I don't start my job yet. So they pretty much let me live there rent free and I obviously didn't have money for food. So one of the ladies there, she worked at um, a food shelter. So she would bring food from the food shelter for me so that I was able to eat. Mm -hmm. And like the only other time that I would eat, I would have that meal for like at night. So that's my dinner, whatever she would bring me. And then I would go to school. I would take the bus at five o'clock or I wake up at five in the morning and then take the bus from downtown Milwaukee to West Dallas, which is, I don't even know how far it is, but it's far. That is really far. Um... And I would have breakfast at school, and I would be able to have lunch at school for free. So I was good Mm -hmm. there, you know. Um, So then I finally did get a full-time job, and I was working, you know, 40 hours a week and trying to get my high school diploma. It's hard. It was really, really hard. But I did it, and that was... You know, that's my pit and not having family support was obviously a little bit harder because, I mean, my mom was still in my life at that time. So it's just like, you know, not really having her like, all right, come home so you can get back on your feet. You're still in high school. No one should ever have to go through that, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, But that was definitely my pit was going through that breakup and then trying to figure out how I'm going to handle this financially and be an adult. And then the peak would have to be... um, I obviously ended up getting my own apartment by the time I was, oh my gosh, how old was I? I think I was 19 or 18 when I got my first apartment, and it was a brand new apartment right downtown. So beautiful. Um, Granted, it was low income, you know, but it was really nice. So that's definitely my peak, um, a part of my peak. The other part of my peak is going to be graduating high school, even though like a lot of people graduate high school and just like whatever, it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. But for the fact that the fact that I was able to do it underneath my circumstances right. was like a huge deal for me. I just remember walking down the stage with my diploma and just crying because I was so, oh my God, just thinking about it, it gets I me know. emotional. Like this is a lifetime movie. This is so, <laughs> that is a huge thing though. I can't mm-hmm. even imagine. Imagine. Like, I know I was pregnant during my graduation, but that's... Oh, my God. I'm so sorry to go through that. It's okay. You make me cry. <laughs> it was it was my peak, though, and it's a pr- it was that such a That is good. Moment, that's what I mean. Like, it's know? such a... It's so happy. You're like, yay. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wish I would have been there. Oh, man. It was it was crazy. And I, I don't even remember... I don't even know how I managed to even get on the stage and walk down those stairs. Because, girl, I didn't have money for glasses, which I needed. Oh, my God. So I was just, like, blind everywhere. <laughs> and the school counselor was like, Megan, I'm so proud of you. Because, obviously, they all knew my situation, mm-hmm. you know? So it was it was a pit and a peak. It was so hard. Like that was a really deep pit for me. But you know, it was all worth it in the end. And I think in our life we're gonna have a lot of really bad pits. Oh, yeah. But we have to remember that that peak is going to come. Mm-hmm. When is it gonna come? We don't know. We don't really know until you know we actually look back. Like wow, that was actually a really proud moment mm-hmm. or a really big deal in my life yeah. you know what I mean oh, yeah. well I obviously know because I cried like a baby when I walked <laughs> you know when I was walking down that stage with my diploma yeah so that's really cool and I yeah. think like throughout our lives we always have multiple pits and peaks too it's yeah. just it's just the ones that we thought of were the major ones but mm-hmm. I agree I definitely agree I think those those pits though they get like 
the idea of having a pit, it makes me anxious and scared because now that I'm a mom, mm-hmm. you know, you don't know what that could be. Like, say, for example, if you lose your job oh, or if you don't have food, you know, you're just like... It's not just, just you you're yeah, worried about. Yeah. Exactly, because you're thinking about that other mm-hmm. person, you know, this child, and it's yeah. like... It makes you anxious and scared. If it was just you, you're like, oh, whatever, I'll figure it out. Yeah. But you don't want your kid to go through anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're too young. They it's are. hard. Yeah. It's harder. But I think definitely we're blessed and we came from a lot of hard situations in our life, you know? Oh, yeah. But, yeah, that was definitely a pit and a peak. And I like how ours are so different from each other. You know they're what I different. Mean? Like, our pits are different, but they're kind of... I don't want to say the same, but they're like, we both, and it was funny because it's around the same age, too, Yeah, that we both, like, mm-hmm. have, it's, like, obviously different hardships, but we were both going through hardships, and then we still both graduated high school. Like, that's mm-hmm. a big deal. Exactly. But they're still so different. Yeah. And that's okay. No, yeah. For sure. <clears throat> but we, we were, like, going through it, going through all of our stuff, our senior year of high school. We're like, Really? <laughs> This is supposed to be like a big moment in our lives, kind of like in the in the nineteen nineties, like high school movies of kids graduating high school and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Like, and she's all that. Yeah, and all that's cool. We're gonna like, go on to college. Senior skip like, day. Shoot. I never had that. <laughs> right. Like, oh my god. But yeah. Um, Do you guys was... have any pits or peaks you want to share with us? You guys yeah. Can share with that at Millennial Moms Podcast at Gmail. Yes, we would love to hear what your guys's pit and peak is. It'd be so cool to hear. Absolutely. And share any comments um, or suggestions on topics that you would like to hear on the show. So again, that is millennialmomspodcast at gmail.com. And we want to thank you guys for listening. And we will um, get back to you guys next week with another episode. Bye. Bye.